the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with some very special guests. and uh, but, but before I introduce them, I just want to say hi. Hello, everybody. And thank you for listening to our show. We're so grateful to have you join us every Saturday at 3 p.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m. And uh, tell your friends about how they can learn more about how we can be the hands and feet of Christ, expressing love to everyone in our midst. Well, we ha- are in for a surprise uh, uh uh, uh, just a surprise in that we are going to talk about some things I think that are very relevant, but not necessarily directly mapped map to human trafficking. And so I'm super excited to kind of expand the conversation today with Pastor Rich and Nancy Caramella, who actually are from the Bay Area. I'll tell you a little bit about them. Uh, uh, Rich was, uh, uh, they were married in uh, 1968. Woo! In, uh, in Burlingame, California, Nancy. Nancy was born in San Francisco. Rich was born in New York, New York, and raised in L.A. And the two of them came together here in the Bay, and they have quite a, established quite a legacy. And one of those points of their legacy is establishing Celebrate Recovery at New Life Church in Alamo. And so they're here today to share a little bit with us about what is Celebrate Recovery. And I think it's a very important and applicable uh, conversation, but uh, based on what we've been hearing from survivors that are attending Celebrate Recovery in the Bay Area and the healing that they're receiving as they become aware of their hurts, habits, and hangups. So welcome to the show, Pastor Rich and Nancy. Thank you for being here. Thank you. We're both uh, very excited to be here and be a part of uh, your ministry and the whole connection with Celebrate Recovery actually on a on a national yeah. level, which is one of our major uh, initiatives. So we're very excited to share about Celebrate Recovery about our own journey in that area and how it can apply and bring the healing and grace-saving healing of Jesus Christ yes. to everybody. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, th- I love that, this, the, the, the grace and the healing 
of, of Jesus Christ to everybody. Um, that, uh, for me, uh, you know, it's interesting because I think celebrate recovery sometimes carries a brand of being uh, a program, a program. And sometimes we don't always hear the part about the healing, saving grace of Jesus Christ in, in tandem with it being a program. And I want to explore that a little bit with you today about how Jesus is using a program as a vehicle, as a tool to heal his people. I think it's very powerful. And sometimes we, you know, my, my, my myself, uh, when I heard about Celebrate Recovery, I thought, I don't, I'm not, you know, actively involved in drug addiction or alcoholism or all those typical things that people think of when they think of NA or AA. And, um, and so there, I, I was pos- I was uh, pleasantly surprised to know that Jesus was the center of Celebrate Recovery and really a differentiator when you think about a 12-step program. Mm-hmm. That's what differentiates CR from the other pro- programs that are out there. What are your thoughts on that, Nancy? Well, I think people hear that word recovery and, as you said, associated with drugs and alcohol, but we are all recovering from something. All of us have either hurt people or been hurt by people. And if you've been hurt or hurt people, there has to be some recovery from that. Hurts, habits, and hang-ups aren't exclusive to a certain group. Um, I had an incredible family, Italian family that I was raised in. Uh, We had had that kind of um, everybody was happy kind of thing, you know. (laughs) Don't worry, be happy. And you would think that growing up in that kind of environment with parents who were committed to each other, there was no divorce. There was actually hardly ever any arguing that I would have just, you know, sailed into my life. But it wasn't like that. I had things just that it that were for me as a child. I always wanted to be perfect. I always wanted to do the right thing. And all of that really influenced me. And that's some of the things that I worked on in Celebrate Recovery, Mm. which people might not realize. Um, Pride, anger, all those things, they're all habits and hang-ups that that every human being has. We're not perfect. I'm not Jesus. Yeah. And uh, this was a way to actually explore those to see what about me Mm-hmm. was getting in the way of my relationships. Not what about the relationships. What about me got in the way? Mm-hmm. And how could I change that? And the only way I could change that was to let Jesus change that in me. Wow. You know, that's another, and I never really thought about that as a differentiator. So when you go to AA or you go to NA, you're talking about your narcotic, your problem with narcotics, or you're talking about your problem with alcohol. Um, but here you're talking about pride. You're talking about perfectionism, control, right? And so that's another piece, not just the fact that we believe that God is the one that heals it, but also that we give space to be honest about things that are impacting us and the relationships that we believe God has ordained us to have that, um, that are um, being disrupted by the, uh, we call them character defects, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Rich, uh, so the two of you, how did you get started in this? Well, you know, so 2008, <laughs> you just kind of said, uh, I've got a problem or what? <laughs> well, I, I want to say, um, for me, yeah, I started Celebrate Recovery in 2005 at a uh, different church. We didn't have it at New Life Church. Oh, I see. At uh, Creekside Church in mm-hmm. San Leandro. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, uh, so what 
drove me there was we were actually one of our sons was actually having uh, a lot of struggles at, mm-hmm. in his life, and he was what, about twenty one, twenty two, and I was talking to somebody about it at at uh, work, and they said, "Oh, we have this program. I don't know what it's called, but call Pastor uh, Bob." And uh, I did. I walked in, and it was Celebrate Recovery. And I had been in other recovery programs, secular recovery programs, but it's first thing that happens there at Celebrate Recovery starts off with uh, worship mm-hmm. and hearing the words of Jesus and the healing words of Jesus. And it was like, wow, I'm home. Mm. This is it for me. And uh, so that that's where I actually started. And the differentiator also is... I like to call it a, a ministry mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, a program, program because mm-hmm. it ministers to people. Yeah. And um, our identity is in Jesus Christ. So one of the differences is when I introduce myself, I say, hi, my name's Rich, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with codependency and anger. Those mm-hmm. are my areas of, of recovery. Mm-hmm. But my identity is in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. that's the way we introduce ourselves and whatever we struggle with. We yeah. don't, you know, set it aside as opposed to my identity being in my my habit or my, my right. addiction. I'm an alcoholic kind right. of thing, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that I, I think um, the 12-step secular programs are, are great. It's saved you know, thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of life, and we have people that do both. Yeah. But they, when they want to be able to express their faith and their uh, belief in Jesus and celebrate recovery uh, helps uh, to do that, that that we're able to express our, our our faith and the healing power of Jesus, and it's actually based on the words of Jesus Christ through the Beatitudes. Yes. So there's the twelve steps, but then uh, where it started, Rick Warren and John Baker at Saddleback Church, they created eight recovery principles mm-hmm. around the Beatitudes. So mm. it is based on the words of uh, of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, and I that that part of it is. Um, really, um, I think for me is where the healing has come in. Um, it's, and, and I, you know, you're, you guys are going to meet with my husband and he's like all about that and I'm Mm kind of clinical. And so the two of us together Mm -hmm. make for this, um, uh, you know, we, we discuss all the time and he's wearing off on me and I'm wearing off on him and in that, um, there is something in between that helps you, in my opinion, um, the way the methodology that, um, uh, you know, Rick Warren and John Baker have created allow us to in our finite, our natural minds to understand um, our, our behaviors um, and then we present them. And this is the way I've shared it with my husband. We offer them up to the Lord for healing. It's like, now I know what this thing is because I had no insight into it. Um, And now by talking about this in this way and kind of bringing a principle in and, 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 and expounding on, you know, what does this, this beatitude mean and how is it, um, how does the principle provide more insight into it? Now I fully appreciate, you know, when it says blessed are the weak. You know, uh, you know, it, it helps me to understand um, where um, my power comes from. And then I and then I'm able to bring that into um, addressing 
whatever the hurt habit or hangup is. So we're going to come back and hear some more. I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the principles and some of the, the guidelines for groups and some of the healings that you guys have witnessed. I really want to hear some, some of that. And so um, we are so grateful to have you here and we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Pastor Rich and Nancy Caramella. Uh, they are um, pastors over the Celebrate Recovery Ministry at New Life Church in Alamo. And you also have an, uh, another uh, uh, office in Dublin, correct? Yes, we have uh, two campuses, two campuses. And one in uh, Alamo and uh, another major campus in uh, in Dublin. In it's Dublin. actually new, about a couple of years, a new new building, and God really uh, provided all the resources and a place for us to really uh, expand. And uh, our founding pastors, Doug and uh, Crystal, they actually started back in uh, – Heisel, uh, Doug and Crystal Heisel, they actually started in a movie theater back in 1998 in San Ramon. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they've just been uh, faithful and in, in the growth of listening to God. And now we have two two camp- main campuses with over 2,000 people. Wow. And a uh, couple of campuses in uh, Mexico. And uh, Pastor Doug's really about expanding the word, so we have uh, helped support plant other churches in uh, San Francisco. So uh, God's really uh, blessed us uh, through them, and and, uh, it's been a major part of our life for Mm. about 16 years. We've watched the growth and change, and and, uh, in fact, after I'd been in Celebrate Recovery for a little while, Pastor Doug was doing a series on the Beatitudes, Mm -hmm. and so this was about 2006, and uh, I said, wow, that just sounds just like what I'm doing in this program I'm going through, and he said, what is that? And I said, celebrate recovery, and he said, oh, wow, he said, I want to talk to you about that because I really want to start that at our church, Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of the first first step uh, that we had through, that he had this vision uh, of a pastor that wanted a place where people in his church should come and share uh, openly about hurts and what was going on and experience the power of Jesus through Celebrate Recovery, no matter no matter what, as Nancy said, no matter what area it is. 
Yes, yes. So um, the that is awesome that you were able to go. And actually, that's one of the things I wanted to touch on, as there are pastors that are listening and there are community, uh, you know, advocacy advocates that are in the, uh, listening in. And um, I think it's so important that you have the support of Pastor Doug and Crystal uh, of your ministry and an intimate um, awareness of what you're doing. Um, I think oftentimes there's a um, just sort of like, yeah, there there needs to be a place where you know, the people that are on drugs or alcohol or whatever, trying to get clean would go. And so it's just kind of like a happen. It just happens kind of ministry. And it's important that it's tied to the vision and the heart of the pastors. And, um, and so it sounds like uh, Pastor Doug has really um, embraced that. And by the way, in my last segment, I said, blessed are the weak. And I meant meek. Uh, But uh, I wanted to uh, clarify that I was, I got offline and I go, did I just say weak? I meant meek. Um, but um, thinking about that a little further, um, there are, you know, I, I was just kind of referring back to the 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 integration with the Beatitudes and these principles. Again, they just really help us to further understand what does the Lord mean when he says that, you know, um, they shall inherit the, the earth. Um, why is that? And how does that tie back to your recovery? Does that mean that you don't advocate for yourself? Does that mean that you don't stand up for yourself? Um, no, it never does. And God never intended for blessed, you know, for us to be that kind of meek. That's a different, that's weak, meek. <laughs> There's an empowered meekness. There's an empowerment in meekness, isn't there? And so tell me a little bit about um, uh, how you went about launching in 2008. How did you go about launching Celebrate Recovery? What did that look like? Oh, and by the way, Nancy, aren't you the state representative for Celebrate Recovery as well? Yes, I am for for this for the San Francisco, Greater San Francisco Bay Area, uh, going from like Livermore down to below Gilroy and up to Martinez. And yeah, I failed to mention <laughs> that, that. That is so amazing. <laughs> and actually, at the time that we were starting, we had a lot of contact with the person who was state rep at that time. Yeah. in this area, and she was very very helpful, Brenda, down in, from down in uh, San Jose. And uh, but really what we did was we got we told the pastor wanted to get it started. And he gave us the names of some people and talked to some people that were interested in having that kind of a program at the church. And there were actually 12 of us when we started. So we thought that was a good sign. We could be the 12 Ooh, the disciples. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, we we started working on the steps ourselves. And then a few months later, we thought, well, we're going to start this in 90 days. We do this 90 day startup. And the pastor kept saying, Slow down, slow down. And he was really great. In about six months, he put out a uh, survey to the whole church saying, is anyone interested in a program like this? Who would like to help get this started? And then we had a big information gathering, and we had about 25 people that started with us in January of 2008. And then in May, we opened to the whole church. So that's kind of the, the timeline of how we got started then. Okay. And uh, it grew very slowly. We started out with uh, those 25 people weren't all there. We mm-hmm. were less and we just grew, you know, we were maybe 15 or 20 and uh, now it's flourishing and we're excited. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, so as you know, I'm uh, great friends with um, Deb- Deborah and uh, Raul Rico and they attend there at New, uh, New Life. And um, they've shared with me that the program is run um, like you know, clockwork, like it's really run. You guys run a very tight ship and coming from Deborah, 
That is a very <laughs> big thing for her to say because she likes, uh, you know, uh, process and uh, she's she's all about making sure she knows how it needs to be done and and you know that excellence and and so she said um, you guys really um, are just exemplifying um, you know what it means to create a safe place for people to um, address the you know get healed. And that would be true of anyone that is actually celebrate recovery. It is a safe place. And you mentioned before that the guidelines that make it safe, there are certain guidelines to follow that really help. And the groups that we break into during the evening are always gender specific. Mm -hmm. So it's women sharing with sharing, sharing with women and men sharing with men, which immediately creates a safer environment or at least a more I shouldn't maybe I don't know if it's safer it's definitely freer for me to speak to a group of women right uh, than to speak I speak differently when there's men in a group sure not there's certain topics you will avoid or you won't go into detail around because of that dynamic yeah and there are a number of other guidelines that the confidentiality is so crucial yes but it's a place where I can share and no one judges Mm mm-hmm no one comments. I am free to say whatever I need to say and just put it out there. And I, that was one of the first times I've experienced that. Yeah. Usually, usually I'm in a group and people say, oh, what you should do mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. which is, they think it's great. It's giving advice. But for me, what happens when someone says that is like, oh, I must have been doing something wrong then. Right. There's a judgment even in someone saying that. So when I first went to Celebrate Recovery, to sit in a group and have no one comment and just have that freedom was just, you know, overwhelmingly, uh, incredibly healing. Re- really liberating. Really yes. liberating. Yes. Uh, oftentimes, my talking out loud, I found the answers myself. <laughs> That's right. And you know what's so interesting? As women, I don't think we realize we have that ability uh, because we're always we're so conversant, you know, and, and we want to help each other. We're always well-meaning, but it's like, oh, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. And you're not even realizing that you are um, uh, interrupting a, and maybe some, a revelation that the person has. It is. I think when that happens, and what I notice myself doing is if I'm thinking of what you're saying and what I should respond to you, I'm not really listening to you. Right. And what I find in those groups is that people really listen to me and what I'm saying instead of what I call listening with your answer running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It, it builds empathy, yes, too. absolutely. I mean, I, I, if you're listening to hear and to empathize and to show compassion uh, it's a whole nother, like you said, a whole nother thing than listening to solve. Yes. Yeah. And one of the steps is uh, we're here to support one another and not fix one another. Step three in terms of the um, the um, the group, small group uh, guidelines, right? And yes. so um, this is uh, this is where this is all coming from. So safe place. So we're going to come right back. We'll hear some more. And uh, if you want to give us a call. Maybe uh, ask some questions or find out where you can locate a um, Celebrate Recovery nearby you. Give us a call, 844-249-2698. Or you can always go to CelebrateRecovery.com. And there's a link there that says Find a Meeting. And you'll be able to uh, locate a meeting nearby you. Uh, So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit LoveNeverFailsUs.com. Don't go away. 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Pastor Rich and Nancy Caramella, and they have been um, just making a difference in the lives of people throughout the community, throughout the Bay Area for many, many years as they've served as the leaders of Celebrate Recovery at New Life Church in Alamo uh, slash Dublin, as well as um, as uh, state reps for Celebrate Recovery. And we're just so grateful for them. Again, I want to encourage you, if you have questions, you want to give us some feedback, um, you can reach me at Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com, or you can also call 844-249-2698. And just a, a clarification, point of clarification, it is celebraterecovery.com. And it's you press on the uh, find a group uh, link there and you will be able to uh, then look for uh, locations where meetings are happening nearby you. Um, and then, of course, you can reach out to Nancy. And Nancy, what's your contact information? Uh, my phone number is 925-683-9239. And my email is nancycaramella at sbcglobal.net. Perfect. So reach out to Nancy if you have, let's say you want, you're thinking about starting a Celebrate Recovery group at your um, church. Um, of course, you want to, you know, engage with your senior pastor and really make sure that this is part of his heart for the congregation or her heart for the congregation and then bring them in to help you build it. Um, they've been doing this for a while and um, and uh, they've got some best practices under their belt and um, they're just loving a loving couple that can come alongside you as you as you take this on so please do reach out so a couple things so i wanted to dig into um uh my experience as a, a coming into uh uh, celebrate recovery. Uh, first of all, you know, it came from a background, um, was addicted to drugs as a, as a teenager, um, was addicted to codependent, um, abusive, uh, relationships, all of those things. Um, and a variety of also a, a survivor of abuse of a variety of kind of types of abuse. And so it's interesting because there I sat in my church at the time, which was faith fellowship in San Leandro. And, um, and I sat there and um, I was, you know, becoming, uh, I was really stabilizing um, and uh, just with the word of God uh, in some of the key areas, like I was no longer fornicating and I was no longer, um, you know, doing drugs or, uh, you know, drinking to get drunk and that kind of thing. 
Um, but in many ways, there were things that were still troubling me. In particular, my codependent behaviors continued on. And um, and then I had some perfectionism and some control that actually was um, – it actually took the place of my addictions. So I, I switched out my addictions for c- control and perfectionism. And so there were these character defects that I didn't even know I had, but I knew that they were kind of like on on the job site. I was a manager and, um, you know, I, I was a taskmaster because of that control and perfectionism piece. And I didn't like that. I, I didn't like that people that I that work for me or work with me felt that I just was just after them. I was just driving a hard bargain all the time. And I wanted them to feel that I, that part of me that loved them, that cared about them. And yet I knew that in order for me to feel safe because I was masking my addictions, I needed to keep a tight ship or my anxiety began to get out of control. Okay. And so um, it's just an interesting thing. And so that's what drove me to celebrate recovery was the codependent behaviors and, you know, the, the, the hurts, habits and hangups. And I had no awareness, very little awareness uh, how much these um, behaviors were affecting my relationships in my life. I just knew I didn't feel good. You have something. Well, one of the important things that you said was that you traded addictions. Yeah. And what most people don't think about is it's not the addiction, the drug or the alcohol or the pride or the codependency. It's why are you using this behavior? What are you covering up with What are you covering? And what's the root cause here? Because we can take – we can like never take a drink again, but still – have all of these issues because we're using something else to cover up the fear, the hurt, the resentment, whatever happened to us as a child, mm-hmm. any of those things. Yeah. So it's so crucial. Dry drunk, right? Yeah, that right? whole concept. Yeah. So you're a dry addict or you're a dry, you know, you're a dry, uh, um, uh, whatever it is, you, 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 it's just covering it, covering it up. And so I went to CR, um, kind of half-heartedly like, Oh, these are, this is where all the people that, you know, I've I've risen above this. I'm not doing, I don't do these things anymore, right? I'm saved. I don't do this anymore. And then I started going, oh my gosh, I really need this. Did you guys have that moment too? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I think um, for me, as I said, when I, when I went, uh, what drove me was because one of our sons was having trouble. So I need to kind of figure out what to do with him. With and, him, uh, yes. Yeah. It's all his yeah, fault, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so then when I got there and started getting into it, I said, oh, I have, well, then I just discovered about codependency and my anger and a lot of things you mentioned. I mean, codependency is so big and and, uh, is my Can you describe that? Can you you tell us what codependency is? For me, codependency was some of the things you said was control. Uh, It was all about uh, other people. My main thing was if everybody else would straighten out, mm. I would be fine. Mm. And so I did everything I could to get other people to straighten out, mm. but except look at me. And so through Celebrate Recovery, I began to look at me and discover, you know, what was what was underneath and that the only person I could really begin to change was myself. And one of the big things... Um, 
that keeps people from Celebrate Recovery or that I began to look at was I had discovered I had a, a, a deep shame about myself from some things that happened to me in the past. And that's really what was driving everything to cover that up. Don't make any mistakes. Be perfect. Control mm. everything. And then blame other people when it didn't go right because I couldn't make mistakes. And Celebrate Recovery and through God and Jesus helped me really to uncover that. And that shame and guilt, what I find both of myself and others, is what keeps people from coming because we're afraid to talk about it. We're afraid to let other people Mm. see who we are. But as you and Nancy have said, that's the core, the safe place where other people are sharing the same things. And I discovered I'm not alone. Mm. I'm with other people that understand me, and I'm with I'm with Jesus. And you know, beginning to I couldn't forgive myself for some of the things I did with my my family or through my anger or whatever. And it was through Celebrate Recovery that I began to accept the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Mm. That if He forgave me, I could forgive myself. Yourself. And it is a process. There's steps involved. Um, talk about step studies, and and so there is a long-term process. It's not a quick quick fix. Yep. Uh, we have to go through that, as you know, Nancy knows. We have to go that process, but with other people. And um, so, anyway, that's what drove me uh, to celebrate recovery and begin to focus on who I was and grow wow. myself. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I just, I got chills and kind of teary eyed when I thought about that realization. When we come back, uh, we're going to hear some more about this, some, some real, real scenarios, uh, what keeps us from celebrate recovery. And then when we're there, what actually happens, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to love never fails radio. For more information on this program, visit love never fails us.com. That's love never fails us.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Pastor Rich and Nancy Caramella, and we are talking about Celebrate Recovery, a a safe place for um, addressing, discussing life's 
uh, Hertz habits and hangups. And um, and I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, c- uh, kind of fold this into um, the topic of human trafficking and um, some of the groups that are happening specifically there that would be that are relevant to a survivor of human trafficking or even um, groups that um, someone who is vulnerable to being trafficked. Um, let's say a young lady, 17, 18, you know, or young man, 17, 18 year old young man that may be struggling in one area um, and un- unknowingly is very vulnerable to this this horrible issue. One of the things I did want to touch on, just just so everyone knows, safe place. How do we keep a safe place? Uh, the guidelines that Celebrate Recovery has outlined is to keep their sharing focused on their own thoughts and feelings. That's th- that's guideline number one. Two is each person ex- is ex- is free to express feelings without interruption. That's what Nancy was call- just referring to where she said people don't offer it advice and they don't interrupt you. Um, we're here to support one another. We will not attempt to fix one another. That's another piece about that. Not, not, it's called crosstalk, not interrupting and adding your two cents uh, during the meeting. Also anonymity and confidentiality are basic requirements and uh, what's shared in the group stays in the group. The only exception is when someone threatens to harm themselves or others. And lastly, um, all groups are same sex groups. And that again is so that we can get um, some more um, detail into the into the group without offending and or triggering if you're you know if you're talking about sexual topics and someone is has a sexual addiction could happen same sex but um more than likely it will happen when you mix gender so that's one of the reasons um we do that so it again this this is a safe place now before we forget uh pastor rich you you wanted to share that tasha is actually the ministry leader what's tasha's last name owen so it's tasha owen so uh, we were fortunate about Three years ago, God started putting out our hearts. We were working for a long time, but eventually it's not about us or our ministry. It's God's ministry and yes. where you want to go from there. And then also my role for uh, care pastor with Celebrate Recovery is still, you know, under that. And so Tasha is our actual ministry leader that actually, you know, runs runs the ministry and, and actually— it's been a team process yeah. all the all the uh, ten years. We didn't yeah. do it by ourselves. We had many, many, many people, and that's one of the great things for pastors is um, Rick Warren uh, calls it a leadership factory. People that go through Celebrate Recovery, we don't just stay and celebrate recovery, but the last all the last principles are actually focused on service and serving God. Could be Celebrate Recovery someplace else and. Uh, one of the things Pastor Doug said to me about why he wanted the program, he, he said it was the best discipleship program mm. in ministry that he, he knew in the church. So mm. I want to say that to other pastors, if you're thinking about it or you hear about it, it can really help uh, build your leadership, your ministries. And one of our pastors, uh, Gary Jones, who's now gone to his own church, came back from the uh, summit, which we have down at Saddleback every Every year with about three or 4,000 of our closest friends, mm-hmm. he came back and he said, wow, this is tremendous. This is a great resource for pastors who have people, you know, with, with the issues in the church to be able to send them to and not for the pastor to have to take on the, the whole yeah. thing on themselves. It also simplifies as what you're leading into is there's many different 
groups that celebrate, yeah. areas that celebrate recovery. So a church doesn't have to have uh, specific groups for each area of recovery. They can all become, they're all part of Celebrate Recovery. That's so, so good. That's so good. I, n- I never even thought about that. That's like a huge um, benefit, I think, to a pastoral uh, care staff um, to have a common language and um, training available for all your, you know, your leaders. Um, wow. I hadn't even thought about that. And it's just, you know, it's just like God, right? To have that compact, that, that X factor, right? That compounding yeah. value, like you did it not because you were trying to develop leaders, but because you were trying to get people healed. And now everyone's leaders. Uh, You know, it's so cool. (laughs) I love it when he does that. Oh my goodness. So, so, you know, the group that I used to uh, look after at Faith Fellowship was uh, the Love and Relationships uh, Trust uh, and uh, Abuse uh, Group. And they kind of coupled all four of those um, uh, topics together. And there were other groups that we, there was an overeating group and there was, there was drug and alcohol, a drug addiction group. It's a sexual addiction group, different groups. And that was based on what we needed at faith fellowship at the time. Um, have you seen, you know, is there a standard format in terms of the types of groups that, um, break out or how does that work? Well, there would always be an addiction group and a codependency group for okay. both men and women. Um, and when you start out, that's probably all you would have because you wouldn't have enough people to fill more groups. And then as a church grows and people ask about other groups, um, then, you know, we can form them if we have enough leaders. But all of the issues, we have like an all-issues group, hurts, habits, and hang-ups. So anybody can go to that group with whatever issue. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what you learn from other people and what you see in yourself at, when you're listening to some of the other people who share. So I would say if, you know, if there's a church near you, it has Celebrate Recovery, and it doesn't have your specific group, that's okay. Go to the general group. And eventually, when you're there, you're going to be able to start your own group right. <laughs> with whatever. We have love and relationship addiction. We've had food groups and with anger and um, uh, sexual purity, uh, those kinds of things, you know, whatever the the issue is that has the most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the key is the process Mm -hmm. is the same, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's nice to have uh, those groups where you probably relate to that issue a little bit better, but it doesn't really matter. When I started at Creekside, it was just kind of a mixed group. And there's another group... uh, that we call a step study that actually usually meets on a different night than our, our main uh, meeting night. Mm-hmm. And that takes about, you know, nine to uh, 10 months to, uh, to go through. So that's an in-depth, uh, in-depth process. Yeah. I actually went through, um, so I did the, the standard books, uh, uh, 12 step books. And then I, I actually did life's healing choices, John, mm-hmm. John Baker's uh, step study, and both times it was just so healing for me. Um, and then I became a facilitator of life's healing choices um, and went through that twice with a, a, a group. And I mean, just life changing, just life changing. The people that were in my groups, I see them now and they're just like you said, they're leaders. They're leaders in our church. They're leaders in our communities. Um, it's amazing what God has been has done um, allowing the you know the folks to get become aware of what is driving these behaviors and 
and um, and then, like you said, get healed, um, you know, through the power of Jesus, and then and then get get to serving, get to uh, giving back, mm-hmm. and being the light that you so much needed. Uh-huh. Well, and it's the freedom to acknowledge that we are not perfect, that right. Jesus was the only perfect one. And it's like Paul said, you know, I have this thorn in my side, and no matter what I do, I can't seem to get rid of it. Or I know, uh, you know, I know the wrong thing, and I still do it. Why do I do that? Yeah. We all have those things. Yeah. Uh, none of us can say that, you know, we're perfect and we don't have those things. So how do I figure out that out? How do I think about it? So, uh, you know, if, if there are people that are serving as survivors of human trafficking or at risk uh, people, um, really, it sounds like any of these groups could um, begin, start them on a journey. And what's beautiful, I have to say too, is that these groups happen no matter what, come rain or come shine, whether yes. it's Christmas day, New Year's day, it's the meeting is going to happen. And that too is another piece of safety. I, I've heard from many, many survivors that one of the things that um, makes them uneasy is, you know, when people are come and go, you know, they're not reliable and they're not, um, they're not um, consistent. When you're recovering from trauma, you need to know that people are there for you no matter what. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Well, we've just been having a great time here with Pastor Rich and Nancy Caramella, um, who are the uh, pastoral, the care pastors over at uh, New Life and um, look after the Celebrate Recovery Ministry there and also in the in the Bay Area. And I'm just so grateful for you both. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, God bless you and your ministry and your family. Um, and, um, and thank you for all you're doing. I, I want to take a moment to just... Just highlight when is your meeting? Uh, it's on it's a Monday Mondays. night. Okay, at seven o'clock, seven to nine, at uh, the Alamo campus of New Life Church, which is twenty five zero one Danville Boulevard in Alamo. 
Awesome. So please do, um, you know, you might be thinking, well, where is this? Where, where can I find this? Yes, you can go on to CelebrateRecovery.com, find a group, click there, or you can go in and uh, you can call Nancy. What's your number again? For 925-683-9239. And so go ahead and reach out to Nancy um, and, and or just show up yes. and, and experience the worship and the, you know, the the whatever step they're working on that week, they will be there come rain or come shine, as I mentioned in the last uh, uh, segment. Uh, and and then, of course, we want to also give you a heads up, mark your calendars for August 8th through the 10th. It's the Celebrate Recovery Summit at Saddleback Church down south in California. And, um, and again, if you or a team of you would like to just go out and kind of get familiar with this program, uh, you can reach out to Nancy as well, and she can give you some more information, I believe. I believe the tickets are now on sale um, to attend, and uh, we'd love to encourage you to do that. Did they you are, and, yeah. and John Baker, founder, and the whole national team will be there, and it's training. So if you have a team that you want to get down there, I really recommend that. You can't do better than training from the national team. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm super and, excited. Uh, you know, Na- Nancy and I, you know, for any pastors or anybody that's uh, listening, you know, we let us know. We'll come out, meet with your pastors, we'll meet with your church, we'll explain it and what the what support there is uh, to help you uh, get the whole ministry up and running and it does take take some time so you know don't worry about oh we got to do all this and you know in just a few days or whatever but there's a lot of support there yeah, we Rome wasn't created in one day, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so good, and and you know, from my standpoint, I'm as you all know, um, I've mentioned on the show before. I uh, the Lord put it on my heart. Actually, I want to give a shout out to Feet First Ministry out of uh, Martinez, uh, Dan Dorsett, and Sean out there, Sharky. Um, what a great uh, bunch of guys, and they're the ones who connected me to Rich and uh, Nancy, and so I'm just so grateful for them. And um, they actually encouraged me to write a book um, that would be used at Celebrate Recovery for um, for survivors of human trafficking, abuse, and domestic violence. And so I prayed, and that night when I prayed, the Lord just, just dropped the whole thing on me. And, uh, and I literally was writing for several hours, just like streaming writing. So um, I've got this book in prototype now, and it's being reviewed by the leaders at Celebrate Recovery. And so um, Lord willing, we'll have a way to um, share uh, a little bit, just very similar to love, you know, love addictions or relationships or sexual addictions or whatever your hurt habit or hang up is. I'm praying that um, we'll have a safe place for survivors of human trafficking to come in and, and, and be able to share without shame and without um without condemnation that often comes with um be identifying as someone who's survived that kind of trauma and um so i'm just so grateful um for the opportunity to even you know even walk in this place even journey in this place with with you guys so thank you for that um i do want to tell you about a few other events that are going on in our community of course um uh always uh, ask you to lift us up in prayer everything love never fails our houses our mentoring program um, our um, our uh, dance teams, everything that we're doing, just to continue to lift us up in prayer. We are um, kicking off our Mentors for Positive Change class. It is four Saturdays in San Francisco, and it's March 17th through uh, April 7th, 1130 to 4 p.m. And if you want more information, reach out to Misty at mentors at loveneverfailsus.com. Uh, really, you'll get to mentor either a survivor of human trafficking or one that is at risk, a person that is at risk for that. So please uh, 
please be the hands and feet of Christ. Agree with us on that. Also, our outreach uh, night is um, the 17th, uh, next Saturday, the 17th, 7 p.m. to uh, midnight. And we ask that you would reach out to streets at loveneverfailsus.com. That's Angela. And she will get with you on where we're um, actually going to be doing that um, somewhere in the Bay Area doing our street ministry. Also on April the 5th, we are um, participating in the Innocent Voices Benefit Dinner. And our very own board member and survivor leader, Brianna Mosley, uh, will be the keynote speaker for that event. And uh, the tickets are $40. And you can actually go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on events. And there you can uh, click into the Eventbrite where you can purchase your tickets. And this is supports Innocent Voices, who has been a grantor for Love Never Fails to go in and provide prevention education to Burke Academy, as well as um, Fruitvale Academy, uh, teenage mothers and fathers receiving Protect Prevention Education. And so we are so grateful for uh, their partnership. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out too to Oakland City Church for their wonderful paint night and for um, uh, uh, fundraising for us in that way. Uh, Shell and uh, Larry Austin and the whole pastoral team over there. Boy, we just we just uh, can't thank you enough and we love you so much. Um, of course, we want to end our show with a very important message and if you haven't heard it before, we want you to know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com by liking and sharing our Facebook page Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.